Because I could have sworn both of his forms had the, you know, the G-string of justice. Too hot to handle. Welcome back, Ranger Nation, to the Ranger Nation podcast. We are going to have a Ranger Nation conversation today, and with me I have John. Hello. Seth. Greetings and salutes. My goodness, I remember I need to put Seth last. (laughs) (laughs) We have Jason. (laughs) What's up, guys? And we have Bryce. I don't even know how to follow up what Seth just said, so hi. Yeah, yeah, note to self, Seth goes last. Um, so today, what we thought we would talk about is not the show that we have grown to know and love over the last 30 years, but the products and plastic that is advertising nonstop, um, the toys. Um, we all love them in our own different ways. Obviously, some of us love collecting the figures, some of us love collecting the more of the roleplay items, uh, some of us are more... Zords and you know the mecha side of stuff, but over the years, obviously, you've had some really amazing releases from Bandai and from Hasbro, and then you've also had some pretty shocking cheap releases clearly, like just quick cash grabs, and what's going on currently within the world of Hasbro with terrible quality control. And I thought what we'd start with, if we all have a nice little fond flashback to nostalgia. Does anyone remember their actual first toy that they got from the show, of what it was? I think my first one was the original Megazord. It's the first one I remember getting. And was that at the time of MMPR airing as well? Uh, yes, actually. I was a stupid kid. I, I wasn't even aware there were toys until my parents bought me the VHS of Day of the Dumpster. And they used to have those commercials for Bandai before the episode. It was like, too hot to handle! So that was my first exposure to, to the toys, and I I needed that Megazord, and I finally got it for my birthday in would have been 1994, I guess, and I was just in love immediately with the Megazords. Looks like you've had um, quite a few iterations of the original Megazords, though, haven't you? Unfortunately, I was stupid, and when I moved many many years ago, I I got rid of all of my original toys, which Breaks my heart now. But yeah. currently I have the Bandai Legacy Megazord. I have the Soul of Chogokin Megazord. And I have the Mini Pla. I think that's all I currently have on display. Somewhere I have the really 2010 re-release <laughs> Megazord. That's, bar- <laughs> that's buried in a box in my closet somewhere. Any plans on getting the Zap version? No, none at all. <laughs> Straight up, no. <laughs> yeah, just don't. Just don't. I have it, and I don't recommend it. If I can find it on sale for like fifty dollars somewhere, maybe. But for what they're charging for it, no, it it's not worth it. Mm, I have a friend who has it, and he says he's he's had all the ones you've had. He's had the Solar Chogokin. He's had the original. He's had the Legacy version. Um. He he actually loves it. He thinks it's the best representation of the show, like Sue, outside of that really big vinyl statue that was like just the show suit. 
he 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 thinks the posability on it is what makes it good like the fact you've got that articulation in it let's see i still have a huge huge problem with the legacy megazord and oh really it's only because it uses just the die cast parts and and a little bit more um you know detail to it but you know you're using that 2010 mold and mm. you know it yeah. To me, to me, it was not, I mean, Bandai had a very good idea with the Legacy Megazord, but unfortunately, it hampers itself by being that 2010 mold as well as hampering Dragonzord then later on. It all still looks that, good, yeah. but whenever you get to like the Ninja Megazord and you get to, you know, the Falcon Tiger Zord, mm -hmm. you know, even the Thunder Megazord to an extent, even though it had its own problems, you can tell that there was a different level of complexity and, and detail that they wanted to make sure was a little bit more show oriented and looked a little bit more like the show. But the legacy just doesn't pull off. No, it's mm. clear. It was just a quick cash grab thing. Oh, we have this mold of the 2010 version. Let's just slap some die cast metal in there and put the stickers on for everyone and charge $70 for it. <laughs> Yeah, and looking back now, seventy dollars isn't too bad. But no, uh, it's not, is it? But I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a good Megazord. It really is a good Megazord. It's just, I don't, I never really considered the Legacy Megazord a legacy item because I don't think it fits quite the criteria right. as what the later ones do. So I just look at it as kind of like this mid ground of, let's see if this works, and it did. So they went off on their own tangent with that, but. It, it's kind of it's kind of a weird area for me, but the zap no, I even at fifty bucks I would say probably don't get it. Even fifty. Yeah, I do. After having it for a little while, I really, I really don't think it's worth it. Going back to the legacy, even with Dragon Sword, which came out next, there was no was no previous mold of that, so it was all brand brand new sculpting. It was beautiful. But it didn't really work with the Legacy Megazord because the Legacy Megazord was, was based on something else. So it mm -hmm. was all retrofitted. You have this beautiful Dragon Sword, which just doesn't really work with what it's supposed to, to work with. Yep. And that's kind of what my problem is with it is that, you know, it, you had something that started working, fans really loved it. And then, oh crap, now you're pigeonholed into making either you remake the original one. Or you make the new items fit the old stuff. And that's one of those weird areas where you kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, because it's going to cost you money no matter what. So, well, and for, for some reason, they, they kind of carried that thinking through with the other Legacy Megazords. Because it just seemed like everything that came after something else was retrofitted, it wasn't planned in advance like mm -hmm. the uh, legacy tiger zord is gorgeous it's one of the, the best toys Bandai ever made but it absolutely does not work with the thunder megazord that the omega tiger zord is is hideous it doesn't work at all no i'll definitely agree with you on that one too and and you're right you know you're just trying to make everything else fit and of course i I never connected the Falcon Zord to the Ninja. I don't ever think I even got the Ninja. Either I didn't get the Falcon. That was horrible. 
but it the, it's a horrible connection. I mean, even yes, just looking, it's at it, so it loose. Off. If you if you look at it wrong, it falls off. See, I never actually owned um, <clears throat> any deluxe kind of iteration of the original Megazord. Um, Either I, I just had the regular original one from like the nineties. No, see, I didn't even have that. Um, my my first Megazord was the Ninja Megazord, but I got that. I think I think it might be like in space was on, and we found it on sale in a shop locally. And I was like, okay, I'll grab that. Um, but my actual very very first toy from memory, and I can still kind of picture it like the moment it was my nan and granddad. They walked in holding a. It was the talking like eight inch White Ranger. Ah. And uh, it's been yellowed to <laughs> now, unfortunately. Um, or would you call it champagne? Uh, or actually, you know what? That is the exact shade that it is. My word, that's what they've done. <laughs> oh, guys, so, we, just, we cracked it. <laughs> so really, we had the Zenith Ranger a long time ago. Wow, yeah. yeah. But I, I found it about maybe a year ago. And the batteries still work. It's a very, the, the, the speaker on it is very f- fuzzy and muddled, but it's like you can hear it go, like that. And I was like, wow, it works still. So Bandai uh, made good toys back in the day. A few years ago, I, I actually got a, a vintage Tiger Zord, which I, I never got when I was a kid and always wanted. When its head fell off on the, 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 the show, I was heartbroken because I, I knew it meant I would never get that toy. I found one on eBay a few years ago, and it still had the original factory batteries in it, and it still worked. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. I'm a little hesitant on leaving batteries in things, so... Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't do it now, but this kid me didn't care. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you know, there's still some figures that I've come across, you know, just like in toy hunting or whatever, like uh, the Light Star Rangers from from in space you know you push the back of them and they're oh yeah and they still light up to this day um i always hurt my thumb so much pressing them as a kid the buttons were terrible they were horrible yeah i remember like it must be as a kid being able to press them and you could you had to literally like really force your whole hand onto it and like and then by the time you turned around to look at it it'd gone out but yeah anyway um <laughs> Jason, what was your first toy? Actually my, okay, so people have heard me say this before. I didn't get into Rangers until about Turbo. So during the Turbo movie. So um, being the car guy that I was, I really, really, really wanted a Turbo Megazord. And unfortunately, when I went to Toys R Us, it wasn't there. But they had the Rescue Megazord. So I picked it up. And you know what? Still to this day, it is still probably in my top three favorite Megazords of all time. And it just has that cool triple feature. You know, you've got the vehicle, you've got the individual bot modes, and then you have, um, then you have the full Megazord mode. And it's big, it's heavy, it's, it's just really cool. So that to me is, is, you know, one of my greatest memories of Power Rangers is that that was my first toy. See, that's, that's brilliant. I still want that one really bad. Is that the last Megazord that features everyone having their own individual humanoid form as well as a separate form? Uh, like, uh, I think so. Wait, you ask if that's the only time they did that? Yeah, like, like obviously you had Super Zero Megazord, which had, again, five humanoid 
thing. Well, so where you know, um, Titan sword, yeah. yeah. Well, no, missed, they did. They weren't all. Oh, they were all humanoid. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they were like yeah. the Rangers were actually the Zords in that season. Yeah. Would Don Brothers count, or are we just Power Rangers? Uh, we're not the, the, the what would it be? What would it be? The equivalent, the Sentai Nation. And <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, I'd be hesitant to even count Don Brothers because isn't Amo Motaro the only one whose Zord form is like humanoid? Not the rest of them Zord. Nah, because you got one that's a wolf, one that's a bird. I don't know what yellow girl is a, a demon or something, and then you have a monkey. So, well, Seth, instead of talking about Sentai, why don't you tell us what your first toy was? Well, it's I'm not gonna have a lot to talk about with it because it's not super special. But one day, it's special my in your heart. It's okay. My grandmother brought home a blue Dino Thunder Ranger from a secondhand store, and it wasn't a regular blue Dino Thunder Ranger. It was a blue battleized Ranger. Ah, uh, which battleizer is it? The the Dragon Yo Yo one. It would have, yeah. If he had been complete, he would have had his dragon yo-yo, his weird stretchy arms. <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest with you on that. I like those. <laughs> I like that battleizer, and that might be a discussion for another time. But I like that battleizer, and I like the toy version of it. I don't like the aspect of it, but I do like how it looks. I just liked when the toys would give battleizers to like the rangers that didn't have one in the show. Yeah, the male rangers that didn't have one in the show. Oh yeah, there's that. Because um, I had one toy that was it was like Time Force Blue, but with Eric's battleizer. I remember thinking that was really cool. Oh yeah, I had the three of them. Yeah, I had the red, blue, and green of them. I never got the actual quantum one, which was the only one that was in the show out of them. I mean, we haven't even gotten to what battleizers were yet, and I saw the Silver Ranger on the shelf from in space, and I'm like, oh, cool. That, I got that one. And was horribly <laughs> that he wasn't in the show. <laughs> like, what, the, what the hell, man? You know, it's like, every, every time I was like, oh, is this when he's going to get it? And then, you know, you'll see him like in the Mega Winger, and he's got the, the um, battleizer on his wrist, and you're like, okay, maybe this is when it's going to be it. And No. No. Nope. So, horribly <laughs> disappointed, and then from then on, it was just Red Rangers only for me. That might have been a blessing. Battleizers were kind of rough until Time Force. No, I thought I thought the Lost Galaxy one was good. To be fair, Ooh, yeah, no, I just didn't like. Yeah. Thought that was Which the one worst did you one. say, Bryce? Did you say Time Force? Yeah, that's when I really started thinking like Battleizers were not looking stupid. See, I feel like Time Forces did look stupid. Time Force looks like a giant chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> a badass chicken, though. <laughs> a, a screaming fire chicken. You know, that's basically uh-huh. what what he is. I mean, look at his helmet. I mean, for crying out loud. I like Eric's uh, Mega Battle. I think that's... I had that toy. I thought it was... I thought it was the better one of, of the two. But... Um, but no, allies are toys. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. I just think he still looks like a giant chicken. Oh, actually, no, I, I take that back now that you mentioned it, because I did like the light speed, like Mega Battle Blue and Greens. I had both of those toys, and I thought they looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of battleizers, obviously the uh, the band I would often do a really cheap remold or repaint of the Morpha for 
the uh, for toy sales of what would they use to get the battleizer. So speed round. What's your favorite battleizer morpher? Start with you, Jason. Oh, favorite battleizer morpher. Um, I actually like Mystic Forces. Um, Red Dragon Fire Warrior, or whatever it whatever it was called. Um, I like the reuse of uh, Daggeron's Solar Morpher, mm. and I like the dragon head on it. It's translucent. It just looks really cool. Um, one mm. the- there was a nice change to it adding the head, wasn't it? Yes. The thing is, the toy is a little crappy. I kind of like it for its. It was around that time that a lot of Bandai's roleplay stuff got very oh, hollow yeah. and quite cheap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that actually happened right around Ninja Storm, actually, um, when they started going kind of more crappy. But um, yeah, but as far as that goes, I mean, in the show, it's it's actually the um, it's the grip phone from uh, Major Ranger with the head on yeah. it. But anyway, it I think that that's probably my favorite of the morphers for the particular battleizers. I like that one a lot. Who's next? Oh, I really don't care about those. So get me. <laughs> there you go, John. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite would be the Ninja Storm one, just because I feel like it was a nice change of pace. Well, not change of pace, because obviously it was the first like reusing a morpher. But it, added quite a bit of nice sculpting and detail to his own one rather than using like the six rangers one which mm-hmm. became like a common thing by the end of the disney era yeah i completely agree i i do like that one a lot um it, it did have a nice little look to it and the nice thing about it is what you see on the screen if i remember correctly is what you get in the package i don't think that mm. it was anything different than, so that was one of the things too is like Whenever you got to a battleizer um, for the show, more often than not, um, that particular item was the one used in the show. You know, except yeah. for, you know, like the grip phone issue, you know, but they still use some Japanese changers there and everything too. But, um, yeah. but that one was, was from, from the toy itself. So, you know, you had a really nice kind of show accurate morpher there. Seth, did you have one? It, is it cheating to just say Connors because it's just his regular morpher with a new faceplate? No, it's not cheating. That is what he that is a different morpher. That's what they released. Yeah, that's what they released. Well, then Connors, yes. Connors yeah. is my favorite battleizer morpher. Nice. And Bryce? Um, I think my favorite is actually Andros's just because it wasn't just a recolor or like reskin of the regular morpher. It was actually a completely new thing. Yeah, I'm surprised no one said um, Wes's was their favorite way. He's just, he's a ball of fire. <laughs> I, I was just about to ask, like, wait, Wes had one? <laughs> it's hard to make a toy out of a ball of fire, to be fair. That's true, yeah. yeah no, I, <laughs> I really liked how Andros's was, in addition to just being a completely separate morpher, it did more than mm-hmm. just um, give him his armor. Like, it was a whole, like, a whole thing. For those of who have seen Mega Ranger, what did number three do in Mega Ranger? I haven't seen Mega Ranger yet. Oh man, it's been a while. Because um, obviously he didn't do the Battleizer, because that was clearly uh, Ranger exclusive. So I always, I always wondered. I've never actually bothered looking it up. Oh, um, I have to what number three up. did in Mega Ranger. I was thinking that okay, so number one does the punch, number two does mm. the slice, and um... number three does a backhand. <laughs> <laughs> Ranger yeah. Wiki, away! Yeah, I'm already on there. <laughs> uh, 
our research team is high at work. High at work? What on earth did I just say? <laughs> Hard at work. Apparently it, it powers up the spiral saber? Yeah, that that's sense. it. Or his spiral saber booster mode thing, whenever it's all together in its combined form, um, it gives him more of a, okay. a charge there. Okay, so we didn't lose out on much then, really. <laughs> no, and I actually think that that's one cool thing that In Space did was, you know, kind of mm. left it kind of ambiguous of like, Andros was kind of terrified of using it because he doesn't know how much power it actually has. And then, you know, Sylvie or Sylvia, whatever the heck her name was, uh, the little brat, you know, pushes that O three, and like <laughs> you little, you know, she has no idea what she started, and I was like, <laughs> oh, anyway, I I did like how in space probably handled the battleizer. Um, I think in space and Ninja Storm handled the battleizer really really well. Other shows, you know, they were just kind of a handout kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah, having just gotten off of um, Ninja Storm, Shang used his a lot more than most Rangers so far in my rewatch anyway. Like, we, mm. we went from the Rangers maybe using the Battleizer a couple times to, like, Shane, as soon as he got it, he was, like, always using it. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and then you yeah, had no, I, I did like that his, well. uh, Jack with his battle thong. Don't talk about the battle thong. <laughs> but the main form is cool, just the... <laughs> form is just not. I could have sworn both of his forms had the, you know, the G-string of justice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Both of his forms did, yes, but... I believe they do, yeah. But at least, you know, you got a little bit more bits covering stuff. <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it this way. One of them... I'll say, well, we are one of them, but a, a battle thong of justice, G-string of justice, um, is certainly stand out enough to make its way into the Sentai, because obviously that's the only battleizer that got adapted into the Mega Ranger, I Magi Ranger. I still up. can't believe yeah. of all the ones to do it, that one was the one. I think it's because they butchered Rick in the process. They were like, yeah, sound, that looks good. Let's, let's go with that. Yeah, what <laughs> actually happened to Kruger's head, you know? Because the Japanese team wanted that head really bad from uh, our production. So they what didn't use it. And they didn't use it. So Well, maybe just to like study it and be like, how can we make better actual animal heads? They never did. And then clearly they didn't learn from it. No, it's all Juojer. They never Jewager. did. <laughs> now they're just CGI. Okay. <laughs> um, so going back to our primary topic, um, the toys in general. Obviously, we all uh, at some stage were young, maybe maybe not a full-on child, maybe been like early teens, but we all got into the, the show at a younger age. Did we have a favorite toy as a child or as a younger person as opposed to what you have now as an adult? I'll do this one just because I'm, I don't really have a relationship with the toys as an adult like the rest of you guys do. All of it's just been childhood. But um, favorite toy was definitely the Wild Force Megazord. Like, that's part of the reason Wild Force is one of my favorite seasons today. I love the base Megazord. I loved how every Zord you got after that could be added on and mixed and matched. And that's, that might be the reason Wild Force is the only season where I actually care about the Zords because they were just so fun like put together and mixed into like different combinations. 
the second I saw the Red Dragon Thunder Zord in the mutiny, I needed that toy. And I got it for, for Christmas that year, and it just blew my mind. I I still love that toy. It, I Again, I, I'm heartbroken. I ended up throwing it away. And I did find one on eBay a few, a few years ago, but it's missing some parts, and I I just... I really want that that toy again. Mm. And the legacy one, it looks really good, but the uh, legs are all loose and it just wasn't well executed. No, it really wasn't, and that's a shame because it looks good. It's gorgeous, yeah, but the legs are all wobbly. I had so many problems. Um, so I guess my deal was the astromorpher so that oh my god was, i loved that toy i i used the hell out of that thing i mean i i wore the gold off of the emblem on the top and stuff i i used it like non-stop because it was my first ranger morpher because after getting into turbo there wasn't really much turbo stuff left on the shelves and i ended up getting a turbo morpher later on but the astromorpher was my first morpher and as a kid Oh, kid, you know, teen, whatever. But um, it was, man, I used the hell out of that thing. Morphers were always really See, fun toys. My, they were. And mine's actually close in name to that. But it's a little bit different. It's mine that would be the actual, the green Astro Cycle from Lost Galaxy. Ooh. Right? It's a bit it's a, it's, I've always loved the design of those bikes, and as a kid especially, like, the way they're more like, they're not Harleys, but they're more like the sitting bikes with your arms up rather than like the super speed bikes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I love the design of the, the figures, like the, the Gingaman uh, uh, design. Um, and I would, it was around this time that I started to kind of see more occasional reruns on the TV of Mighty Morphin. But obviously those toys were long gone by this point, and I didn't get many of them. I didn't get many Mighty Morphin Zero or Turbo toys outside of like basic figures for Zero and Turbo. It was hard to find over here. Um, but I used that Green Ranger figure that came with the bike as my evil Green Ranger. And I still, to this day, when I look at that design, I don't know what it is. It's just in the helmet. I see more of uh, Dragon Ranger, more of like Tommy, essentially. Um, and so I'm always really partial to the Astro Cycle specifically because it was that one that had like the silver gloves and boots for some reason, Bandai. Um, but yeah, so that was always my favorite. Like, I always used it when I needed a villain, when I had a new, when there was the new season. So when like even Lightspeed, Time Force, or then when I needed an evil ranger, out came Damon <laughs> in his really cool green suit. I was like, right, you're playing. And, it, and because as well, like the little, little arm pieces you could put on, he could have pointy shoulders, which kind of had the silhouette then of the shield. So, yeah, it just it worked for me every year, year after year. I loved it. Um, with a close second being the actual Transmorpher from Lost Galaxy. I think Lost Galaxy was just the first one where the toys were so much more available for me. Um, and I just, and I think also coming off of Countdown to Destruction, where I was convinced as like a five-year-old, this show is never coming back. Oh my god, this is the end. <laughs> oh look, there's a promo for another one. Oh lovely. Okay, um, that's good. Um, I can dry my tears. Yeah, I, I love how simple the design is on it. It's so it's such a simple design, but I love the look of it. I, it's the only one I've actually been tempted in the past to get 
the Ginga brace in like a new inbox mm-hmm. to just like have it as a display piece, just because I like I love the look of it because it's so like retro looking almost. Oh yeah, but, well, see, uh, yeah. and I have quite a few uh, Japanese changers and everything, so I've I've got a boxed Ginga brace, and it's it's cool. The sounds play a little bit longer, and they have just a little slightly different sound. Um, same way with the Chronomorpher, uh, Chrono Changer. Um, mm. There's actually uh, a few other sounds on it. Um, I think there's actually a game on it. I can't remember if the American version had that or not. It's been a long time since I've reviewed all those, but um, and the sounds are slowed down just a little bit. So there was a time there where they shifted the sounds just slightly on them enough that they either didn't last as long or were a little higher pitched that the Japanese versions were better. Their sounds. Okay. Um, so anyway um um <clears throat> we'll edit this out but yeah i can always just denoise that bit so no, no worries if it's too much okay um seth did we didn't did we go we didn't go to you on your well mine is a lot newer than the rest of yours okay because you're a child um, the Yes. Because you're our yes. local youth. That is true. The Samurai Clawzord. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It was the first toy that I the first toy that I saved up to buy with my own money, and I overpaid for it on eBay, but I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How different was that, that to the Japanese one? Pardon? How different was that to the Japanese one? Because obviously Samurai was quite uh varied well, wasn't it in its um interpretations yeah. of in terms of function it was one of the few samurai that didn't really lose much mm. but it didn't have a removable disc it didn't have any lights or sounds oh was it the it wasn't the small one that came with the figure it was the actual big no one no the oh, okay. one transformed yeah okay i mean i always thought um yeah the, the the idea of it being like a, a crawfish, I suppose, or like a, what was it? Is it a lobster? I technically, Ebby could be shrimp, crawfish, or lobster. I think so. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I always found that as interesting as a concept to have that as like the as as all. So I can imagine as a kid that would be even more like, oh yeah, this has been amazing kind of thing. So that's cool. It's really unique, and it's still one of the only Zords I've kept. Oh, you still have it? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think obviously a lot of us would have got rid of toys over time, especially like the the older ones. Um, it's a miracle that I found that uh, talking White Ranger in the loft the other day. Um, but My yeah. mom sold all mine. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's not good. <laughs> <clears throat> so I believe I covered everyone there, didn't I? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's go back to another speed round, and this is a nice and simple question. Favorite legacy item? Uh, Start off with John. Oh, uh, I would have to say the Ninja Megazord, just because I think I think Bandai just really nailed the concept of the, the legacy Megazords by then. Like they had had finally integrated the Zord Builder concept in a way that made sense and wasn't detrimental. And really, the only downside to, to those toys is, again, 
the way the Falcon Zord connects on the back. It's just very loose. It doesn't stay on. But otherwise, it's gorgeous. Bryce. Um, so the Legacy line came out like at a point where I stopped really caring that much about collecting Power Ranger toys. But if I had to pick a favorite, I, I guess I would go with the Legacy Mighty Morphin Morpher. Just because I remember they had that. They were selling it back when I worked at GameStop. And I just remember thinking, if I made more money than a GameStop employee gets paid, I actually would have bought it. <laughs> yeah, my, mine would be the, the Legacy Power Morpher as well. Um, Still used for filming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, it looks brilliant. It looks so solid. And it is solid. It's got a nice weight to it and everything. It's I love brilliant. the weathered cor- weathered coins. Yeah. yeah. It's just there's there's not a bad thing to say about it. It's just it was so good. And the fact it was only forty quid is absolutely game changing. Yeah, it was actually re- because... reasonably priced. Uh okay, so since a couple of you picked the Power Morpher, which I think is a good choice, I'm gonna go with the Dragon Dagger. Um Oh yeah, that's a good that, one. That that one right. I never owned that, and I always wanted. Well, that. and I'm not a I'm not a huge Green Ranger fan. Um, well, okay, I'm not. A, I'm not either, but that's a great toy. It's a great mm-hmm. toy, and the Hasbro one just doesn't just doesn't compare. I mean, it's it's cool in its own right, but the Legacy one is just it's heavy. It looks great on display. It's balanced nicely as far as its detail and designs go. Um, it's just a really cool piece. And it was um, a sign from the Megazords. You know, that was the first, I think that was the first role play that came out, wasn't it? I don't think the Power Morpher came out first. I think it was the Dagger first, but I'm not for sure. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And man, I grabbed that thing up. And out of all the stuff that I have had, you know, I've sold off, everything like that, that is still the only one of the legacy things that I still have that's original. It, it's still the exact same one that I bought at Toys R Us. When it first came out, so awesome! It's it's a really cool thing. The only thing that does bother me a little bit is you know you it, the oils on your hands, the handling of it and stuff. You do get a little bit of a a tarnish or a discoloration on the the gold bits, but um, aside from that, it's just a great looking piece. It is. It really is. Uh, Seth, well, mine. Mine segues off that one perfectly with Legacy Sob. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing so much. It was heavy. It was. It felt like a real prop-sized thing, which it was. But yeah. <laughs> the shade of gold they used for the chrome, the fact that there was enough metal to make it feel heavy but not unwieldy. It was just an all-around great piece. That is the most passionate I've heard you speak about something on here so far. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most he's ever spoken. I really like Legacy Saba, and I regret Saba. Yeah, I I am exactly the same way. The Saba, the Blade Blaster, and the Dragon Dagger. I've gotten rid of two of those. I saw the dagger, and I I still regret it, because I think those were three of the best roleplay items that we've ever had from anybody. That he hasn't even tried. Power sword I think is really there's good a lot deal. of people. Mm, all, all of the legacy weapons were. I never owned any, unfortunately, but they all looked incredible, and you only ever heard good things about them. I have the and, uh, power and think, sword, and it's it's really nice. Yeah, I remember the uh, gold Zeo staff went down to like 
I think 50 quid over here on sale at some point. And I was so tempted to get one. I just didn't have space for it because it's obviously quite a chunky thing. Um, it still goes for around that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but moving on from our speed round back into our main topic, we just spoke about um, our favorite kids toys or our favorite toys as kids, I should say. Um, but obviously our opinions change and what we like about certain pieces of merchandise will change as we get older and turn into adult collectors. The grown-ups who work for a living and then use their hard-earned money to buy toys like a child. Irresponsibly. Um, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so did we, did we have different favourite toys as adults, which I realise is a sentence that could go very different ways in a different podcast. Um, not that kind of podcast. Are we? No, we're that's not, the are we? portion of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll save that for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Nation after I'll go first because my uh, I'll go first because mine is kind of weird actually. It's not technically Power Rangers; it's Super Sentai. But my that counts. My favorite toy now is Ultimate Daiboken. I don't even know why. Oh, no, that's a good. I choice. like those. Why <laughs> I like those toys so much, but. As soon as I saw him on the show, I wanted them. But unfortunately, that's when Bandai lost their mind and <laughs> utterly, utterly ruined those toys. Those are still, hands down, the worst toys Bandai has ever made. The American Overdrive or Drive Max Megazord is just inexcusable. In, in, so years later, I managed to find them on eBay, the original Japanese toys, for a decent price, more than I should spend on toys, but whatever. And they're just gorgeous. I mean, they're, like, mm. collectible quality, even though they were basic line toys. They have chrome paint, and every everyone does its own transformation thing and special features, and it's like a high-end toy the basic line and it, it's just gorgeous i love it you mean you don't like skates on your megazords Bandai? oh my god <laughs> I, it so it, it's just it's still, still baffling it's still baffling how bad those toys were well, and marine doesn't even fold up it doesn't even fold up to go in the small no room. it doesn't it just sits there it was a bigger toy as well yeah, it was, it was huge yeah just the overall toy bigger and somehow it was like this is more cost effective it's like but it's bigger. Well, it's using more about, plastic. Like, the plastic itself is is really really low quality. Oh, for but, yeah, it's 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 cheap in every way. Oh, for sure. And the thing is, is you know, whether or not it was part of the deal where you know, Daibokan was you know too small or had too many pinch points or whatever, which I think was what their reasoning was with not releasing. Uh, Siren Builder, you know, their Flashpoint Megazord or whatever it was. Um, they released it as something else, but because there was a lot of pinch points and Marine was small, it folded up, you know, it could cause some issues. But when you make it larger, those issues kind of go away. So I still, I still have no, that is one of the most baffling, even out of everything that Hasbro does, that is still probably the most puzzling of differences between, uh, the Japanese and what we actually got 
um, on the shelves from a Bandai America. See, I'm trying to think of what I would have as my favorite adult toy in that sense. Um, because I kind of stopped, I didn't, I stopped buying as much and I would just kind of appreciate them. Be like seeing people do reviews and things online. I'd be like, that's, that looks brilliant. So there's many, many things that I don't own and have never owned that I think I would absolutely buy them if money was no option. Um, but if I had to go with one that I had bought and that I always loved, it's also uh, from Sentai rather than Power Rangers. And it's a tie between the Gong Changer oh, from Geki, Chang- uh, from Geki Ranger and also the Cyblade because both of them are amazing in their own in their own ways because you've got this amazing purple and shiny gold sleek looking wolf that opens up and has these really loud and nice lights and things like that but then you've got the complete opposite in the side blade you've got this huge blade fist thing um that you just feel I know it sounds weird to say, but you do feel quite like, oh yeah, I feel quite powerful when I'm like, when you're holding that because you've just got this massive blade coming out of your hand, um, and it was a decent size, obviously. So I think I was like, I must have been what year did that come out? I was like, a, I was a late teenager, like basically like into adulthood. I think when it came out, um, or when I got it, sorry, um, which is why I counted. That's that was one of the last like main toy line things i would get outside of like the odd figures here and there um i never really was much of a zords person um i was as a kid just not as an adult um but those would be probably my ones just again for the design aspects the paint application just it looks nice they look premium considering they're not technically um but if i had to go with one that i don't own it's just i was saying something that i would say is my favorite as an adult i would want to get and i think jason has a couple of these or at least one of them the three zero figures uh yeah yep oh yeah oh brilliant then that's fantastic um yeah for those who don't know obviously i have a lot of hot yeah. toys because <laughs> i stopped buying power Rangers for a while and invested money in multiple different batman um and yeah i've always loved the one six scale I think the the detail you can get on the posability and just that life life likeness you can get, especially in photography side of stuff. So the three zero figures just look incredible, and I really hope they do more. But they've not announced any for quite some time. I know that they showed off. Did they show off a Ranger yep. Slayer like teaser at a convention? But that's not released ever. Ah, I, uh, I don't know if she's been released yet or not. I don't think she has. No, I, I don't recall seeing. I I don't recall seeing any photos of Ranger Slayer outside of the one where we saw her at a convention. But that's the thing, because of that, I feel like we're not going to get any more, unfortunately. Um, maybe they will with Once and Always coming out, who knows. But yeah, th- those would be my favourite adult, the favourite collector, favourite toys. I just wish they would, would be the three wish that they would uh, revise the helmets just a little bit. Um, the helmets are... Yeah, yeah Ranger Slayer released. Yeah, Ranger Slayer's off. Oh, she did. Bad. It's, it's not... Not good. Oh, um, there's certain angles, like with Red Ranger, that you can get almost a really good look of like, oh yeah, that's how the helmet's supposed to look. But then you look at it on, you go, mm, yeah. that's not that's not right. And uh, there's some prop makers. Dragon's kind of the opposite. Do what? Dragon is kind of the opposite. Head on, he looks great, but if you look at it, oh, really? he is 
really interesting. Weird. Yeah. And that was actually one of them <laughs> that I did want, but I, I was just like, nah, you know, I, I felt okay having armored red, but aside from that, I don't feel like I need to get any more of them. Now, if they do lock I think armored, armored red would be the one I would get if I could get one. I think, again, just the, the mm. red and gold combo each other really yeah, nicely. Yeah, they, they do. And they actually kind of added a little bit of a weathering to the shield. I thought I was missing some paint on it, but it's not. It's kind of like a, almost like they've highlighted it just a little bit or, or made it look a little worn, but it, uh, it looks pretty cool. Okay. But I'm happy with that one. Um, but it goes back to kind of some of three zeros problems that I, that I kind of have with their stuff. That's not ranger oriented. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that may be. Yeah. The only other three zero thing I have before or have in general, actually is Rick from the walking dead. The sculpt is off in a lot of angles, but some angles again, like the helmet sculpts, it does work and it, it looks good, but the overall figure, it was, relatively cheap obviously just getting a human in an outfit um and i, I really like it I, it was a really one of my favorite pieces at the time considering price factor and everything oh yeah the, the prices so work out like really well they, and that's that's one way mm, to, to yeah. look at it is if you can sacrifice a little bit of the accuracy you can get a really decent figure for a really good price mm, 100 um Seth, we haven't heard your answer yet to your favorite collector. Favorite collector. Favorite yeah, collectible. Quite new. Um, the Lightning Collection Dino Thunder White Ranger. Ooh. With or without the correct helmet. Well, you got to tell it fixed, that is. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I would imagine fixed helmet. Yeah, you know what? That actually is a good figure. Um, there's a small story, about, two small stories behind that, actually. Do tell. Um, when I was young, one of my most wanted toys was the original White Ranger figure from Bandai. The Dinos under White Ranger. And eventually, we found it at a secondhand store, and I was ecstatic. And then a week later, my cousin came over and broke it off. <gasps> oh, man. Oh, no. You beat his and ass. You broke his arm. Because <laughs> 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 he would have won. Aww. But um, for years, I'd always wanted to get it back. And then when Hasbro announced that, I was so excited. Then they botched the helmet. <laughs> but a very good friend of mine and one of our fellow podcasters, who's not here today, offered to fix it for me. He gave it a really nice paint job. And it's, to this day, my current favorite Power Ranger toy. Lovely. And Bryce, did you have a... Uh, so... I guess another GameStop story, probably the Legacy Tiger Zord, because that was another one they were selling while I was working there, and I was just thinking, well, oh, if I could afford that, I'd really want it. Yeah, see, I, I, I saw him in person a few times like when they was at London Expo, like the uh, MCM uh, Bandai would often have stuff on display. They always looked really nice, all the Legacy Megazords and that. But I just, again, like I said, where I've never really been into the mecha side of stuff, I've never really wanted to hand over the money for them. Um, but they always looked really, really nicely done and good display pieces. The Legacy Tiger Sword is great. It's it's beautiful. It just doesn't work mm. with the rest of the Thunder Swords. Oh, no, okay. it doesn't? It's great on its own. Just 
displayed or to play with, but... It technically works with them, it just doesn't work well. No. They made a lot of sacrifices for the Zord Builder aspect. They just don't work. Uh, Jason, what's yours? So, uh, let's see. Mine's going to go off of probably John's answer just a little bit, um, but I'm going to go for the roleplay side of it. I think the Axelular from Bokanger is probably one of the best um, Japanese toys that's been made. Um, and there's, there's some reasons. I always wanted that as a kid. Yeah, and, and I'll go into a little oh, bit as a kid. Why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, our man-childness, I guess. Uh, our kid yeah. alt. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what the term is now, you know, kid alt? Uh, I think so. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but I think there's a lot of things that I look for in, in a role-play item, and I think toys have gone a little too far with... Let's give it as many collectible gimmick sounds as possible. And while that's okay. Yes. That's okay. And while I really love the simplicity of like a Chrono Changer or a Ginga Brace or something like that, I think that you do need to find kind of a nice middle ground. And there's two instances of that that I think work extremely well. One is the Accelular from Bulkanger. And the reason being is, is there's nothing else you have to collect for it. It's all in the Changer. And so you get to have that nice flip around uh, screen. If you can flip it right, you can actually do it just like the show. Um, but you get, you know, you can act, activate the morph sounds. You can activate all the uh, Zord sounds. You can activate the Megazords. You can activate the spinning wheel on the bottom that gives, you know, all these things, you know, their, their go ahead to form or morph or whatever. You get the black light in it too, so you you know you have a lot of multiple functions on it that are kind of fun. You can play with it for a really long time, and it doesn't require anything else. You can just use it as is. the The flip side of that is, I think the Gabba Revolver and the Giga Gabba Revolver from Corrosion uh, is probably one of the best collectible gimmick sound driven devices that we've ever had too. So there's kind of both ends of the spectrum. One that's just kind of kind of a nice altogether thing and then one that has a really nice collectible with it. Um that doesn't begin to be too obtrusive. So those would be my kind of my two choices. I, I have a hard time deciding between both of them. I can see why I might have a hard time as well actually not. I'm gonna tangent off of Seth's answer there to go into another quick speed round. Um, favorite lightning collection figure. I'm guessing we all know Seth, unless he's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless he's going to change his mind. Um, so I'm going to take this question over to Bryce. Why would you start with me? Uh... For that very reason. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> uh... No, I don't collect. I don't do the the lightning collection. Um, I don't know. Shelby, just because I, it's because it was a good likeness, and I, that's the only Ranger actor I've met in real life. Um, John, um, I'd have to go with probably two equally, uh, Lord Zed and Goldar. I think they're both okay. both really well done. They look great. I'm not a big figure collector, but I did get most of the base MMPR ones and. 
I love Goldar and Lord Zed. See, I was interested that you've yeah picked two monsters essentially, or whatever you would call them, because they're not monsters in the traditional sense, um, villains, if you will. Um, I just think, yeah. Is it? Are you talking in the original Zed release from Wave One, yeah, the one that came with the retail? I have Wave One, yeah, and the Wave One Goldar yeah. from GameStop. Yeah, with the wings. Oh, yeah, the with the wings, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, and that's kind of a tough one because. There's a lot of good ones that are held back by just the most stupidest of things. Um, like That's just a common yeah, thing for Hasbro, isn't Hasbro it? Hasbro in a nutshell. So, you know, I like, I like, like In Space Silver, but he's missing a lot of detail. So um, I'm thinking I'm probably yeah. just going to stick with probably Lost Galaxy Red because I have three of those damn things because I bought all the pieces for the... I had to buy like five lots, but I ended up getting all the pieces for... Um, the Battleizer, and I've actually outfitted one of my legacy figures of Lost Galaxy Red with the Battleizer armor, which fits perfectly. So, um, so I've got a regular version, and then I've got the one that was released without the Quasar Saber, and I've got one that actually has the armor on it. So, yeah, so that's probably my favorite is the Lost Galaxy Red. See, I really like Lost Galaxy Red as well, but I. I have again as much as I give a lot of uh, slack. No, not slack. Um, to the Lightning Collection, there are three figures that I feel like really stand out for me. Uh, you mentioned one of them actually, which was in Space Silver. I just feel like I know he's missing a few details, but overall, the yeah. shade of silvering and then the gold like edges that they've used is yep. really eye-catching, even when he's on a shelf with a load of other things. Um, so I really, really like how they've done that. Um, the original, the very first toy that they showed off with the Mike Moy from Wyatt, I feel like they put twice the amount of effort into that figure than they have any oh, really? other one. Yeah, yeah. Because it just looks, apart from maybe the actual human head, the rest of it, everything's been done so well. Everything's been painted super accurately. It just looks fantastic as a figure. Um, it's one of the best representations, I think, of... Mighty Morphin White you can get because I feel like the the figure arts just looked a little too skinny mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and then I'd say my of the like joint top favorite uh, line and collection would be nothing to do with the character or even the sh- season he was from. Uh, from Wave Three, might be Wave Two actually of the line and collection. Um, Beast Morphers Gold. Mm-hmm. Because it's the only time that I can think of they painted them actually gold. And again, it's like the whole silver thing. It's just it, the presence it has from being a genuine gold shine makes a world of difference. Agreed. At caramel? Um, yeah, it's, that's the thing. And then they went to, oh, yeah, it was Wave 2 because Wave 3 was the caramel dino shine. <laughs> um, with no white paint. Yeah. I, I like, oh, with no white neck. Yeah, that's right. I remember asking about that, and they was like, "Oh, we just thought, you know, that's accurate." <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I don't have any uh, sentimental feelings or uh, attachment for Beast Morphers or Go Busters. But when I got the the Nate figure, the the gold on the design just it looks incredible. It's such a nicely done figure, and I think again, there's there's like not many figures, if any, outside of 
the Sentai vinyl. Would there be any others? I'm not really familiar with Sentai figure releases, but I don't think there's... Would a Ranger Key count? Well, yeah, there you go. You've got Sentai vinyl and a Ranger Key. So to have this actual representation of a figure like that be done that well, um, you wouldn't find that nowadays. But yeah, it's it's really you know, really there nice. was something about that first wave um, of figures with that White Ranger that I don't know felt like it was worth the twenty dollars that they were at the time. Oh, oh yes, even though 100%. people were having you know their Dino Charge reds breaking up the arms because there was some glue on them or whatever, and you know some of the head sculpts, but in some sloppy paint here and there. Of course, we can always nitpick it to death, but you know Kruger was a really Good figure, I, I feel. Um, the sculpt of his, yeah. the dog head was amazing. You know, I would say that's probably Brilliant. one of my favorite sculpts yeah. that Hasbro's done. I, I mean, hands down, I still think that that is one of the best ones. Um, but I mean, it even came with, if I remember correctly, it came with a little neck piece to put, didn't it? Like yep. a little collar. You, they wouldn't do that now. They would just give you the head and be like, oh yeah, we well, don't need, you don't worry about the neck. You're not going to see it. And stuff like that, but they would say they would, but not include that far ahead. Oh, all that, yeah. Or you'd get five of them, right? Yeah, but you know, White Ranger had gold on it, you know, the shield had gold, it wasn't the caramel color, you know, it was, yes, you know, they Dino Charge Red had painted souls, you know, there was stuff about and Zed just was Zed, even though his staff, I guess, if I remember right, that that was the first one that had the staff backwards, but um, but aside from that, those figures felt like me $20 figures and maybe for another wave or two they were probably kind of at that point as well you know beast morphers golden stuff but then we really started hitting that point of okay are these worth 20 bucks and and i still think that first wave is is definitely one of the highlights of the lightning collection oh 100 percent yeah um i'd say those first three maybe it just the first three waves, because yeah, then you had Dino Charge Gold, which was a bit of a should have been a warning sign and a bit of a red flag to everyone. Um, and then in Dino Dino Charge, and then in the fourth wave is where you had Rocky <laughs> missing his weapons, <laughs> and when they showed Jack in in the in the convention when they announced Jack with a cosplay photo, and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> not great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, we, we should have seen. Where this line was headed, way, way in the past. I'm going to go into another uh, speed round question here, only because it's slightly linked to what we were just talking about in terms of figures. Um, but it's not a favourite; it's a least favourite, um, and it's changed many a time over the years between Bandai and Hasbro. Least favourite body sculpt, Ooh. because we would often get some brilliant ones like Jungle Fury. Everyone seems to die. I don't know anyone who didn't like the Jungle Fury figures in terms of like representation of just a human body and anatomy, but we've had some bad ones. <laughs> so, what are and that's across mainline, legacy line, lightning collection, and the mainline for Hasbro as well. So, I think I already have mine. I, I have two in mind that I think will come up. Um, so let's Seth, start with, start with you. Uh, Mystic Four. Oh, okay. Did not expect. No. What's wrong with Mystic Four figures? I thought they were decent. Uh, the girls were decent. The girls were some of their better ones. But the guys, I think, were not the peak, because the peak would have been the next season. 
but well, yeah, close that's... to the peak of the most <laughs> muscled they ever were. But also, the guys had issue where the knee joints would mm-hmm. always crack. Oh, that's yeah, mine did. I only had, I literally out of that line, I only had Mr. Force Blue and Green. And Blue survived, but Green, yep, yeah, leg cracked. I didn't know that was a common thing. Yep. Wow. I had yellow in his cracks. My goodness. But, um, but as you said, the next season is what I would vote for. The Operation Overdrive figures. <laughs> Jesus, bloody girl. What were they thinking with that line? Well, it was awful. <laughs> Wait until you got Mercury, you know, and they had that stupid thing on the chest. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, yes. the mission response yeah. vehicle. Oh, don't pretend like you, you knew that you remember the name. No one remembers that name. <laughs> I mission guess I response. do. It was the ultimate mission response vehicle. <laughs> My God. The only way yeah, yeah. Mercury's or Yeah, that was... They really were losing the plot, weren't they? Um, but they still had so far to go um, until they fully lost everything. Um, but yeah, no, those overdrive figures, they were... I don't get why they were so chunky, especially because they then had the battleizer figures early in the season, which were like the ones that came from Japan, where it was just their Zord that kind of came apart and became armor. They were like proportioned like a human. Yep. So, oh God, yeah, that photo, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, the thing is awful. That looks like a knockoff. That looks like a, a, a like McDonald's yeah, kind just, of toy. It's just not good all the way around. And hey, the silver's yeah. actually silver. That's true. Well, that's true. They've got one up. Actually, I did find one of those at Vintage <laughs> Stock the other day um, of that Mercury Ranger. Complete, just I couldn't bring myself to buy it because that chest. Yeah, that's mad. But I'm actually really looking forward to a Lightning Collection Mercury Ranger. I feel like if Hasbro can keep up decent silver like they did with Space Silver, it could be a really, really well, nice Well, and figure. here's kind of the thing, too. But I'm worried that they'll pull in a Mega Ranger and have the orange stripes be like, you know, <laughs> five miles thick um, and just ruin the whole well, aesthetic uh, of the figure. Recently with their Transformers stuff, they have been... Um, there's a couple of... Um, figures, well, one in particular, that they have actually painted all silver. They didn't go with any kind of gray plastic or anything like that. The whole figure is painted silver. So maybe they'll take a note from that book. Maybe not. <laughs> but we'll see what they do. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, a, I was about to call you Tai Chi then. Jason, what's your oh, man. least favorite body sculpt? Um. You know, I might be an odd one out here. Um, I do have a problem with the roided out figures, but I'm going to go with the action hero line that we got as far as like the re-release of all the Rangers and everything in the same type of uh, body sculpt. Um, yep. Wow, oh, for, for Mega um, Force. I, yeah. I hate those. Uh... I hate those with a passion, and there's a reason why. They're used. They're just gangly. They're, they're weird. They're, they're a little top-heavy, and that was because um, they did fix them on the, the legs. The part above the boot um, was actually elongated a little bit for later figures, which made them look a little bit better. 
but they use all the same body. And all the details are just painted on like tampons. So, you know, they're not, there's no, there's no individuality about them. You know, you're not, you're buying the same figure over and over and over and over Mm. and over and over again, you know, just with a different head or a different weapon, you know, kind of thing. And Mystic Force didn't even have a, didn't even have Mm. a cape. Oh, yeah. So, you know, to to the point of, of re-releasing stuff, you know, yeah, you're re-releasing them kind of in the exact same look for you know, some people like myself that want figures in the same realm, but I think they went about it quite the wrong way. So, um, but hey, it was... You, you speaking about um, yeah. just painting over the applications, do you remember those anniversary yeah. figures? For, I think it was around Mystic Force that came out, oh, where they right. literally... No, Overdrive was when they then did all the Red Rangers, but then Mystic Force. They oh, did yeah. the first five yeah. oh. and then Mystic Force. But they, again, really? they did. They just painted over everything. I'm trying to share an image now yeah. so that you can see. Um, and it just it was ridiculous. They literally... They were terrible. Only added by the Overdrive ones putting chrome chess pieces on them. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's right. God, they were, they were something. My word. Um, John. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big figure person, but just, I was always kind of appalled at the sculpting of the legacy figures. This is what I, the other. I've the overdrive. The one I expected to hear was legacy. Just. Yeah. They don't look human. That's not how how human muscles work. <laughs> That's not how waistlines and breasts work. That's. Are we talking about the legacy figures or the Cosmic Fury suits? Oh. <laughs> 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 it's just they're, they're grotesque, and I think for all of the quality issues Hasbro has, at least they sculpt their figures to look human. Yeah, no, that is very true. They at least look like they're from. The well, it doesn't help that, that whenever you each one um, out of their package, they're all bow legged yeah. anyway, and you've got to. You have to figure out how in the oh, world God, do yeah, I fix annoying. this? And sometimes he. Yeah, I think the one that even just stands out in my mind was in space, pink and yellow. They, I don't know. Obviously, it was the same sculptures as all the other females, but for some reason, on those ones specifically, it just it looked. So bad. I don't know if it's because the chest decal, obviously, of the squares goes right along their chest, or so just made it look ridiculous. But yeah, they were just awful in terms of body sculpt. Um, Bryce. Um. So again, I don't have that detail and opinion on the toys as the rest of you. So I, I guess, just in general, the least favorite toys I had growing up were always either the ones that didn't have a lot of articulation, like I had a Ninjetti white figure that couldn't really bend its knees or elbows. And (laughs) (laughs) uh, again, just the pointed out super muscle rangers that Cosmic Fury clearly took its inspiration from. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story about the Ninjetti white though, because I have no idea where it came from. Just one day, I 
into my room and the toy was just there, not even in a package or anything. The, t- the action figure was just sitting in my room. I'm asking both my... Now, Bryce, yes. sorry to interrupt. Are you sure you're not confusing this with the plot of Toy Story 2? <laughs> I might, I, honestly, I might be, because again, as both my parents, none of them remember buying it, like, there was just this random Power Rangers toy in my room and nobody knew where it came from. I mean, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> I'd love that nowadays. Obviously, yeah, it's Santa. It would be awesome, except, again, it was one of my least favorite toys, because just, it didn't do a lot of movements. Again, the joints didn't move, and then one of the elbows was just always bent at an <laughs> angle. So it was, it was just an impossible toy to pose, so, except for in that one specific pose they clearly wanted you to use. So you got a mystery-free toy, and you're complaining. Huh? <laughs> you got a mystery-free toy out of nowhere, and you're still oh. complaining. Mr. Ungrateful here. Had it been a Blue Ranger, I would have shut up. But no, it was it was just... <laughs> it, was, it was just Ninjetti White. Trying to push that Tommy agenda. Right, right. Somebody's really trying to force Tommy on me. It didn't work. Moving on to, I have one more uh, speed round question, and it's a bit more of a complexy question, but I want people's gut reactions to what they, they feel they most align with. Um, as we know, the Spirit Rangers from Jungle Fury uh, started out as just a toy, and we was all like, what are Bandai doing? Why are they making unnecessary characters and then lo and behold their master modes appeared in the show but i have a question for you which design do you prefer do you prefer the toy only regular elephant bat and shark rangers or do you prefer the master mode elephant bat and shark rangers? Master, master mode master mode the master mode <laughs> well, that was quick, wasn't it? i think the white looks better than the black bye everybody <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I would agree. I think the the, the master modes yeah. do look nicer. Although I feel like the white looks, or it might be the black actually. One of the shades look a bit weird on the Bat Ranger, as if like it's not in spandex; it's in more of a cloth. And I don't know if that's just the lighting in the episodes or I, what. But it looks I think a bit weird. The Spirit Ranger designs in general are just like, dang, they're perfect. Especially, this, especially yeah. the um, the shark one. I think. Uh, hmm. but, yeah, the shark one's Bat the best Ranger one. would be my favorite if his helmet was smaller. I think the I think ears are just too big. It's kind went of overboard on though. Yeah, my favorite helmet. That would be my favorite if they didn't use my favorite shape uh, blue for sure. Nah, I still go with elephant. Yeah, that. No, I do. I mean, no, that's no, my one, no one cares about that's, elephant. No. No, he looks really that's, good. That's probably my favorite. Yay. A good shape. I think it's green. got a good helmet shape. I think. Uh, the pattern is really nice on it. I mean, shark's mm. fine, but nah, got to go with the elephant. I think mm. that I just I love this. I, mean, I was just going to say that I think that the Spirit Rangers definitely should have been like the standard set for any like for U.S. original suits going forward. You know where I'm going with this again? Oh yeah, Elga. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I don't know. I do agree. I think in terms of actual suit design, I don't know if they were designed in Japan and then just never not used. Uh, what's... Um, Pretty sure they were Plex designed from yep. Bandai. Hmm. Okay. Because yeah, they're 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 too good to be American made. Never should have <laughs> dropped Plex. But that reminds me. Yes. Was so it, my favorite it... American suit, <laughs> Paleo Rangers. 
which were toy exclusive. Look at Seth bringing it back around. <clears throat> I love and those suits so much. I, I was I, so upset they weren't on the show. I remember the common talk on at the time was because obviously Samurai didn't follow on from RPM that this was trying to be uh, initially obviously we had the um, the MMPR reversioning that this was Bandai's attempt to kind of design Samurai because they've got like the coat effect yeah. you know like Black the heavy yeah. mono effect on Samurai you do look yeah. more like Shinkan everyone's like oh this is like their version of Samurai and I don't I don't agree I think I can see maybe they may have taken some inspiration from it potentially but I yeah, feel like that would happen no. way too. I, I see. I see more. They're very to, much go on. I see more Shinkenji here than go on here. Like, I don't. I love the One man who just helmet. I hope these actually. I would love to have seen these be used. It actually would have been cool. I love them. Um, mainly just because it means we would have more Power Rangers in RPM. It would have been. Yeah, but I'm trying to think, time. like, who who in RPM would have been left to even, like, be these three rangers? People wanted the mammoths to be Scott's dead brother. Oh. <laughs> nope, keep, keep him dead. I really like that they did... Nah, not... <laughs> as mean... <laughs> as mean as that, as that sounds, I like that kept him dead. They didn't just be like, he's oh, he was secretly alive and captured by the bad guys this whole time. No, it was good that he died and like stayed dead. I always like to imagine the gray one as a girl, so I imagine that could be Tanaya. Or Dr. K. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Obviously the figure is male because Bandai. <laughs> because Bandai. Yeah, I wouldn't make any female figures if you didn't have to. <laughs> Then would one be Scott's Scott's dad or the the mob boss that Ziggy owed money to? Oh yeah, Santa Claus in future season. <laughs> um, my last speed round question, unfortunately, uh, links back to Hasbro. We have to talk about them again. Um, but we all probably have. Uh, even if we're not figure collectors, I understand we probably might appreciate and just like to see what certain characters would come out like within the Lightning Collection. So, what is everyone's current most desired future Lightning Collection Ranger. figure? Let's you start with. Well, I don't know yours, Seth, unless you've just been talking about them, the Paleo figures. No. Either. But, uh, Lightning Collection Dark Ranger, oh, yeah, please, of course. Or the comics. Ah. Or the yeah, Talon Ranger. As I will always know why did I, Power Ranger Italian. We already had that. No, he's never gotten no. a figure. No, that's true. He's never got a figure at all, has he? Yeah. Actually, that's true. He's in the comics, so he might. As a ranger key. As a ranger key. I feel like with the amount of work they're doing from the comics, I I wouldn't be surprised if they eventually pull yeah, it out. Definitely possible. To do that. They've already he's got, got a ranger key. He's in the so, comics. Yeah. He's playable in Legacy Wars. Like, might as well now. Yeah. Uh, move over to John. Uh, honestly, I would kind of like to see King Mondo. I just think that oh. could be a really cool figure. That would be good, actually. And I feel like the fact we've seen them do the bigger monsters right. now as well in their deluxe waves and things that you 
we know we can kind of picture how they would do it. A and also, Z- I think um, Zio was popular for them, so there's still water le- left in that yeah. well. That's true. Uh, yeah. I think, I'm sorry, I was just sitting there picturing it. I can really see it being quite nice, actually. It could be. It um, wouldn't be, but it could be. <laughs> well, it could be if they had a Liverpool-based 3D artist <laughs> on their team. If, if only that wink, were the case. Hmm. Hmm. Um, feel better, Jay. Um, um, Jason. Wow. So, one for sure is um magic shine or you know uh, uh i just oh, no, uh, nice. I, I have a feeling though they're gonna oh, yeah. muck it up pretty bad but that that is one well i Caramel. mean the thing is bandai never released one so you know here's hasbro's chance to give us something um of course bandai japan did but <laughs> um aside from that i will say that there's the Thunder Rangers are really high on my list of, of wanting really bad. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, those three, any of those three as a, a tease or, you know, they're, uh, um, next on the docket kind of thing it would just kind of make me ecstatic, even though I have my differences mm-hmm. with them right now, those would probably be three figures that I would buy, even if they were complete and utter crap. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like saying that because I, I don't want to give them my money for crap, but but I can fix their crap <laughs> for the most part. So um, not a lot of people can. I understand that, yeah. but um, I can fix it a little bit. So I'll just do it. Bryce. Um. So Jason definitely took one of mine. I was going to say the Thunder Rangers, but um, one that I definitely want to see just because it's one of my favorite suits in both Power Rangers and Sentai in general is the Uncle Fury Wolf Ranger. See, that was going to be my one, but where there's no belt on them, I really worry how it will come out with the current body sculpts we have. I don't know if that will make the body sculpts better or worse. Oh, you can just look at the putty or the Z yeah, putty. That is true. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, but yeah, if if mine wasn't the Wolf Ranger, it would be the Rhino Ranger um, from Jungle Fury because yeah. I feel like MMPR White looks brilliant. Dino Thunder White looks brilliant. Lord Draken looks good enough. <laughs> They seem to do quite well with White Rangers. Um, and Geki Chopper is a favourite of mine, and so, and so is Dom as the Rhino Ranger. Um, so yeah, I just think if they do it, if they were able to do like a, do a well-sculpted and hopefully somewhat decently painted Rhino Morpher, um, that could be a really, really nice one figure. So that would be my go-to most desired lining collection. I would love <clears> to see that too. I th- yeah, you can kind of picture it a little bit and you, yeah, it looks really good, but then obviously it'll have like one hand. Um, 
and someone else's head, probably. Um, They'll do a perfect be... vein like this saying it's Dominic. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now, before we uh, wrap up here, uh, we tweeted that we were recording an episode, um, and we asked for some people to reply if they wanted a shout-out at the end. So this is a quick shout-out to both Big Mike and Toku Waffle. Thank you for your support. Thank you for Thank you. following us and for listening. Thank to you. Go Waffle. We love all of our Absolutely. listeners. We really do. Um, and now we just want to say thank you again to everyone who has listened to this episode. Um, thank you so much. Your support really does help us out. Um, we like doing this just for fun, but we also like being able to share it with everyone. Because why not, you know? That's just a sharing is caring, as they say. We have some amazing things planned. I won't give too much away. And I can always cut this out if we need to, because it might already have happened by the time this comes out. Who knows? But yeah, we have some amazing things planned. So stay around. Stay around. Not stick around. Stay around. Um, and in the immortal words of Hasbro, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.